So let's start uh, uh, talking here about fasting. And maybe some of you have, have noticed that fasting is being spoken uh, about more in, in, in evangelical Christianity recently. Have any of you noticed that? Kind of a resurgence of fasting? Kind of more interest in fasting? Anyone notice that? Not really. Well, that's great. Uh, and how about uh, Lent? You know, like, like Lent is not a, a Christian thing. It's coming from, from Catholicism. Uh, but there's a resurgence among evangelical Christians giving up something for Lent. Have any of you noticed that? Yeah, okay, a few of you. Okay, so uh, what are your feelings now about fasting? You know, do, do you feel guilty like I know I should? Do you have questions about it? Let's just start with, with some of you just kind of bringing up some, some of your ideas about it or your interest or lack of interest or anything. Because really, I kind of picked this topic because I, I thought it, w- it, would, it would be one that would be interesting. And honestly, I did not have strong convictions about it beforehand. Yes, Katie. Right, so, so, so should fasting be for a certain reason or just kind of something we should work into our weekly or monthly kind of calendar, right? So, oh, it's the 17th, it's fast day. Like, everybody knows that. So, what are some of the other? Uh... Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 kind of the uh, stories uh, of of people who fast when there's kind of a, a urgent need, and 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 then seeing how God responds to that. Yeah. So feel cheated. And have you ever said, "Hey, I'm going to do that"? Thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so kind of fasting in a scheduled way, but may, maybe not because there's a urgent need. Does anyone have any questions about fasting? We're gonna have time at the end. Huh. I mean, like, I'm going to try. Uh, we're going to try to have time at the end for, for follow-up questions, but are there any pre-questions about fasting? Stephanie? Um, a, a lot of Christians that I know seem like to fast Yeah. Right. Right, right. So, 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 so that's been been kind of a common thing. It's not uh, like like during Lent is I'm going to fast from chocolate or fast from the internet or fast from Netflix. Yeah, in the back. Hi, Frida. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, 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 if fasting is something we should do. What if there's good bio, biological or kind of 
reasons why we shouldn't fast because of medication. Um, so then that, 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 that presupposes whether we should fast. Yeah, Jonathan. Wait, wait, can you say that louder, Jonathan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Well, no, and, and uh, so, so, so people, uh, so it, it was, and, and just for the recording, I'll try to rephrase, but that uh, it was popular during college that some, some girls, among the girls, it was popular to fast, but then they would also perhaps maybe motive uh, of, of, of losing weight. It was funny, I was, I was talking to someone uh, about fasting, and they wanted to, to know about the health benefits and I'm like, well, the Bible doesn't talk about those. <laughs> uh, so maybe there's great health benefits or losing weight, or maybe there's dangers. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's dangers with fasting, right? Uh, so don't do it for too long for all the obvious reasons. Okay, so let's uh, uh, get started and see some of what Scripture talks ab- about fasting. And then we'll see if there is a reason for us to be fasting, and then maybe what that fasting uh, should should look like. And we'll probably leave with questions, uh, because I know I still have questions. Sorry. Okay, so let's uh, look first at the uh, day uh, at the day of, uh, of atonement in Leviticus 16. And we're going to turn to the day of atonement first, because this is the only part of the Old Testament law uh, that, that, that God gave to the people of Israel where fasting was required from them. So that's kind of interesting to, to, to put into perspective. By the time of Jesus, the, the, the Pharisees were fasting, twice, were fasting twice a week. But in the Old Testament law, it was only commanded one day a year. So that's just interesting as you think about fasting and maybe even feel guilty about it. Are, are you feeling guilty about something that's commanded in the Old Testament law one day a year? So let's start with, 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 with that. The, the day of atonement was, was about cleansing. And it was about uh, the priest being cleansed, the people being, being cleansed, even the tabernacle being cleansed uh, so that God w- could remain with a sinful people. And the focus was as much as much intentional sins or 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 sins that people knew that they needed to bring a sacrifice for, but just the overall effect of just God living among a sinful people and it presents a problem of how can this keep going? Well, that sin is going to need to be covered. It's going to, to need to be cleansed, and and that's what the what, what the day of atonement for was for. Now, I've got a lot of verse references there. In my dream world, I'll go through all of them, but I'm not in my dream world. Or maybe if you were in my dream world, you'd just be okay sitting here for two or three hours, but none of these options are good. So Leviticus 16, verses 29 to 31. This shall be a permanent statue for you, talking about the Day of Atonement. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall humble your souls. And that phrase is really important there. You shall humble your souls. And not do any work, whether the native or the alien who sojourns among you. For it is on this day that atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is to be a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, that you may humble your souls. It is a permanent statue. So that phrase in the New American Standard 
Bible of humble your, your, your souls. In the ESV, it is afflict yourselves. In the NIV, it is translated as, as, as D, excuse me, as D, deny yourself, sorry. Uh, so there is question there. Uh, what is the meaning behind this word? To, to, to humble yourself, to deny yourself, to afflict yourselves, and that is where we find fasting here. Now, the same word is used in Genesis 15, 13. So God said to, to, to Abram, know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, where they will be enslaved and oppressed 400 years. That word oppressed is this word to, 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 to be afflicted or to be humble. So what God is saying to, to the people is to oppress yourself, to humble yourself, to, to afflict yourself. Again, that word is used in Exodus one eleven. So they appointed taskmasters over them to afflict them with hard labor. This is talking of the Egyptians talking about, about Israel. So the idea here isn't that we should whip ourselves, uh, but that there is this uh, putting ourselves through hardship, to experience hardship on this day of atonement, on this day of cleansing, which, which, which is really interesting in itself because that shows that this is not just some, some sacrifice that they were supposed to go through in just a checkbox kind of way, but that their, their attitude mattered. And because their attitude mattered, they were supposed to uh, fast. Now, now, it's interesting here that it doesn't specifically mention food, uh, but uh, the Old Testament Jews understood it as dealing with food. And, and we see that in Isaiah 58, uh, ver, 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 verses 3, uh, where the same phrase is used. Isaiah 58, ver, verse 3. Why have we fasted and you, and you do not see? Why have we humbled ourselves and you do not notice? So there we see it's, it's parallel. Fasting and, and, and humbling themselves or afflicting themselves. We saw it in Psalm 35, 13 as well or we will see it, Psalm 35, 13. But, but, but as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting. So we see that those two words are, 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 are there together. They humbled themselves or afflicted themselves with fasting. The uh, uh, Jewish uh, uh, interpreters of the Old Testament law in the, interne- in the intertestamental period uh, understood that it wasn't just food, but that included other pleasures too. It included food, but, 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 but they kind of added to it uh, bathing or use of oil on the body, just kind of comfortable things that made life more enjoyable, like wearing shoes or sex. They were saying that none of these things should be done on the Day of Atonement because we should be afflicting ourselves. We should be humbling ourselves. We should be focused on our need of cleansing. So... Here's a, a, a quote from a commentator named Alan Ross in the book of Leviticus. Uh, so this instruction thus this, this called for personal reflection, repentance, fasting, and prayer. To do this, they denied themselves the luxuries and pleasures of life. The point is that they gave themselves over to focusing on the spiritual and not the physical. So on the Day of Atonement, they were to be focused on the spiritual rather than the physical, and that included, uh, included them denying themselves, saying no to themselves, including saying no to food. Now, maybe there's a question. Say, okay, so, so what connection is there between us eating and, 
and us humbling ourselves. Like, why is this connection there? What's the reasoning behind this? It's not about penance. It's not about paying for your sins. It's not about earning cleansing or earning a, 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 a covering for our sins. This was a day full of sacrifices. A, a bull and a goat and a ram were sacrificed. The, the, the Day of Atonement was the day where, where, where the priest confessed over the scapegoat, the sins of the people, and, 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 and that goat was sent into the wilderness. So it wasn't like people were trying to say, well, I've got to make myself really miserable so I really feel this so that I can really be forgiven. It's not about penance. It's not about earning. And yet, there's no specific Bible answer that answers the question, why fast? Like, what connection is there between me saying no to food and yes to God, really? So why am I giving up food so that I can focus on God? Does really food get in my way of appreciating God or understanding God? So let's look at, at, at what the Bible does show about fasting. And again, there's lots of verses here. It's... it's it's, it's kind of interesting as we look at fasting, uh, I'm tempted to say, wow, we can feel a lot of guilt or make a lot about, uh, uh, about fasting. Well, scripture really doesn't talk that much uh, uh, about it, but it, it's interesting. There's, there's, there's over 70 references to, to fasting, and some have counted that there's more references to fasting than there are to baptism, which at least raises the, the question, we, sh- we should be paying attention to it. So let's look at some occasions of fasting. The first is grief, and I'm just going to go through a lot of verses uh, here. So uh, in, 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 in 1 Samuel 1.7, uh, it describes Hannah. It happened year after year, as often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she, uh, uh, re- re- referring to, 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 to Elkanah's other wife, uh, would, would provoke Hannah. So she wept and would not eat. Now, is this an intentional fast? I don't know. But what we see with Hannah is that she's going through emotional turmoil. She doesn't have children, and she's being mocked for that. So she doesn't eat. She's going through grief, and she doesn't eat. Uh, We see Jonathan in 1 Samuel 20, verse 34, as his father Saul is trying to kill David. It says that... uh, that he was grieved over David because his father had dishonored him, and so he didn't eat food. Again, he's going through grief with a natural response of not eating. He's in so much turmoil over this that he doesn't eat. In 2 Samuel 1, 11 through 12, this is David after hearing about the death of Saul. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them, and so also did all the men who were with him. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the people of the Lord and the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. Emotional turmoil leads to fasting. Now, it's not the only expression of, of, of turmoil here. They also tore their clothes. They mourned and they wept. But part of that was fasting. And maybe some of you have experienced that as you've gone through grief. And you, you're like, I don't want to eat. People keep bringing food to my house. But the last thing in the world that I want to do is eat now. Hey, have any of you ever lost your appetite as you've gone through something hard? It may even be just, just, just going through family crisis 
or maybe even as a teen in your first love and that falls apart, and you're like, I never want to eat again. So maybe some of you have experienced something like that. Uh, so let's see, and, and, and there's a lot of references here. Uh, we, 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 we can look at Ezra 10.6. Then Ezra rose from before the house of God and went into the ch- chamber of Jehohanan, the son of Eliashib. I'm sure I got that right. Uh, although he went there, he did not eat bread nor drink water, for he was mourning over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. Again, is, is this an intentional fast, or is this just a reaction to the emotions he's going through? There, it's an emotional response to sin. So it's not just grieving over death or grieving over injustice. There, he's grieving over Israel's sin. Matthew 9, verses 14 to 15, the disciples of John came to Jesus asking, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? So here, the, 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 the Pharisees were in the ha- habit of fasting a couple times uh, a week. I think it was on Monday and Thursday. Uh, John's disciples were, were fasting. And they go to Jesus and say, well, why don't your disciples fast? And Jesus said to them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? And again, there's that connection between fasting and mourning. And he says, well, why should they mourn? I'm here, right? Like, 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 like this is for their good. This is, this is the best, and, and Jesus is, is always humble. This is the best time in human history. This is not a time to be fasting, but to rejoice, but Jesus says, the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and, 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 and then they will fast. And there's disagreement there about how that should be, should be interpreted there. What is the bridegroom being, being taken away? Is that referring to Jesus' death? And that in those three days, the, the disciples are going to fast? Or is it talking about Jesus being in heaven now, and that we should be fasting until he returns? Well, I kind of lean at, 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 at this point to saying that Jesus is, is looking forward to the bridegroom being taken away, not because he's in heaven uh, uh, as exalted king, but because the disciples didn't know he was going to raise from the dead. So there, again, we see that response to grief. The disciples are going are to fast. Jesus is going to be crucified, and they are not going to eat. And not because someone said, hey, guys, I think we should kind of fast. It's because they are so emotionally torn up about what they just saw happen and, 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 and the loss of the Messiah that they couldn't think about eating. Uh, another example is Acts 9.9, and, and it's referring to Saul. And he was three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. And again, what's going on there? Is, is that an intentional fast? From Saul, and it's like, well, I really need to spend some time focusing. I need to humble myself. I'm going to say no to food. I think more what Saul's there is he's just devastated. I mean, he can't even think about eating. I mean, not only is he blinded, but he realized he's, he's been persecuting Christ. He's been persecuting their Messiah, the promised one, the son of David. And, he, and he's just devastated by it. So those are some of the uh, 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 examples of fasting because of grief. There, there's, but there's also uh, kind of this uh, fasting because of sin in response. So fasting in confession, fasting in repentance. And this really is grief too. 
I mean, and so there's not really a, a hard and fast distinction between these. But, uh, but, but, but let's look at uh, uh, 1 Kings 21, verses 26 to, to, to 29. And this is what, what, what King Ahab does after judgment is announced on, on his household. So this is King Ahab, right? Like the, one of the wickedest kings of Israel. Verse 26, he had acted very abominably in following idols, according to all that the Amorites had done, whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. It came about when Ahab heard these words, that he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and fasted, and he lay in sackcloth and went about despondently. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the the Tishbite, saying, Do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil upon his house in his Sundays. That's in his son's days. That's 1 Kings 21, 26 to 29. So there we see Ahab knows that judgment is coming. He knows he's been wicked, so he humbles himself. He, he goes through an intentional fast. He puts on, on, on sackcloth. He tears his clothes. Now, is Ahab truly repentant here? Does Ahab become a changed man after this? I don't think so. But he realizes, I'm in deep trouble. And so he wants to escape. So he publicly repents. He humbles himself. Um, in, in, in Joel 1, verse 14, God calls on Israel to fast because fasting was part of their repentance. In Joel 1, verse 14, he says, Consecrate a fast. Proclaim a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. He's calling on them. You guys need to fast because, because of your sin. You need to repent. Judgment is coming. They're the same thing in Joel, verses 2, 12 through 14. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart and with fasting, weeping, and mourning. So that fasting, there's an expression of true repentance. Return with, with all your heart, with fasting, mourning, and weeping. And there's the idea there that if they're not returning with all their heart, are they really? I mean, if, if they're not fasting, if they're not mourning, if they're not, if they're not weeping, is it real repentance? Now, I'm not saying that every time we repent, we need to have all of those things. But there's a sense that when we get who God's it, who God is, and our sin against him, the consequences that are coming, it should affect our appetites. Right? It, it, should, it should devastate us. It should move us emotionally. And maybe you can say, I'm not, I'm not, not a crier. Okay. But it should affect our emotions. It should, it should make us downcast. So there's these examples of confession and repentance, and there's more there. Uh, But but there's also examples of uh, fasting when there's urgent need. And these are are the petitions here. So, for example, and I'm trying to find some some good ones here. In, in, In Judges 20, verse 26, it says, So... So this is an, an, an interesting story where, it, really, the end of ju- Judges is, is trippy. But this is when uh, the tribes of Israel are going against the tribe of Benjamin because of, of, of what some of the Benjamites had done. 
And the tribes of Israel asked God twice if they should go and fight the tribe of Benjamin. And God says yes. And each time they have devastating losses, like 18,000 people killed the first time, 22,000 killed the second time. So they go to God again. And we see this in Judges 20, verse 26. Then all the sons of Israel and all the people went up and came to Bethel and wept. Thus they remained there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening. And they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. They're like, we have to get this right. God keeps sending us into battle, and we keep having massive losses. So this time they, 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 they come with weeping and fasting. They're like, we have got to get this right. So they come in this earnestness saying, we need to know from God whether we should go into battle. Uh, David also fasted. Uh, we, 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 we looked at as Psalm 35, uh, uh, early verses 13 to 14. Really interesting, him fasting uh, for, uh, well, well, well I'll, I'll read it here, but, 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 but as but as for me, when they were sick, and, and it's talking about people who, who uh, uh, I, I believe in this context, who, who kind of are, uh, are his enemies here. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. So when, when, when his adversaries were, were sick, or, 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 or people who ended up betraying him, he put on sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting. Again, there's that phrase there, humbled my soul with fasting. So when others are sick... David humbles his soul with fasting, and my prayer kept returning to, to my bosom. I went about as though it were my friend or brother. I bowed down mourning as one who sorrows for a mother. He is so eager to see God rescue these people that he humbles himself with fasting. He's fasting, begging God to respond to his prayer. This is what David does when he... Uh, when Nathan tells him his son is going to die because of his sin with Bathsheba. We see that in 2 Samuel 12, verses 16 to 23. David therefore inquired of God for the child, and David fasted and went and lay all night on the ground. And again, how much is this an intentional fast? Hey, I really am going to fast to make sure that God hears me, or how much of this is just that he didn't want to eat with this devastating news? That, that, that his newborn baby's going to die. The elders of his household stood beside him in order to raise him up from the ground, but he was unwilling and would not eat food with them. Verse 20. So David rose from the ground, and so this is what, what happens after the baby dies. David arose from the ground, washed, anointed himself, and changed his clothes. And he came into the house of the Lord and worshiped, and then he came to his own house. And when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate. His servant said to him, what is this thing that, that you have done? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept. But when the child died, you arose and ate food. He said, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me that the child may live. But now he has died. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? So we see there for David, there was this understanding that he was going to express his earnestness and his humility before God by not eating. He, 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 was, he was wanting to move God's heart to respond and to save this little boy's life. And when God chose not to, uh, he had no reason to fast. So there we see it wasn't just fasting out of grief, but it was a fasting out of petition, begging God uh, to, 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 to rescue this child. Uh, Another example is Ezra 8, verse 21. 
so this is uh, uh, Ezra before he returns to the uh, promised land, and, and, and he's going to ask God for a safe passage. Now, Ezra 8.21, Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God. Again, a connection between fasting and being humble. Uh, to seek from him a safe journey for us, our little ones, and all our possessions. For I was ashamed to request from the king troops and horsemen to protect us from the enemy on the way. Because we had said to the king, the hand of our God is favorably disposed to all those who seek him, but his power and his anger against all those who forsake him. So he's like, God is for us. He's going to take care of us. And they're like, no, we need God to, to take care of us. And so they fasted and begged for, God, for, for, for God's protection of them. Verse 23, so we fasted and saw our God concerning this matter, and he listened to, to our entreaty. Uh, another uh, New Testament example, and there are very few New Testament examples of fasting, and there's only uh, two clear ones uh, 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 after the, 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 the church begins at Pentecost. One is in Acts 13, verses 2 and 3. While they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they, they sent them away. And what seems to be going on here is that they were in the midst of making a, a, a big decision. And, and who were they going to send on this missionary journey? And so the church wants to get this right. And so they come before God really desperate for his help in making this, making this decision. So they come before him needy and fasting. Uh, and, 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 and again, it is similar in Acts 14, verse 23. When they had appointed elders for them in every church, having prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in, 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 in whom they had, they had believed. And again, it seems that the, uh, the, the selection of elders there occurred with fasting. So now this is after the... The New Testament church starts. There aren't many examples of fasting, but there are a couple. And these ones here is times when they had a, a need. They, they wanted to get uh, these decisions right. And so they were requesting uh, help from God. There's also examples where uh, grief, re- repentance, and petition are all gathered uh, and are, are, are all gathered to, to, together. We see that with, with Jonah and, and, and how the people of Nineveh respond in Jonah 3, verses 5 through 10. The people of, Nona, of Nineveh believed in God, and they called a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. When the word reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, laid aside his robe from him, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat on the ashes. He issued a proclamation, and it said, In Nineveh, by the degree of the king and his nobles, do not let man, beast, herd, or flock taste a thing. Do not let them eat or drink water. But both man and beast must be covered with sackcloth. Let men call on God earnestly that each may turn from his wicked way and from the violence which is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and withdraw his burning anger so that we will not perish. When God saw their deeds, that they turned from their wicked way, when God, then God relented concerning the calamity which he had declared he would bring upon them, and, and he did not do it. So there we see the people of Nineveh disturbed uh, and, and really awoken by Jonah's prophecy of coming judgment. And they all respond, even including the animals in this, say, we are all going to fast. Uh, so when you fast, make sure your pets do too. No, I don't know what to do with that. I guess it was a Ninevite thing to do. Um, well, let's see, there is... Uh, 
Uh, another example there with 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 a Nehemiah and Daniel, but I, but, I, but I think that these are probably enough examples to see what kind of things bring about fasting, right? It is when you experience strong emotion, when you're going through grief, when there is danger coming, when there's judgment coming, when there's an incredible awareness of sin and need, when you know that you need God's help. This is when the people of Israel and the New Testament church, from the couple examples we have, fasted. Okay? So, we see in Scripture 2, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's stop there, and we're going to, 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 to build some conclusions from this. Are there any questions so far? Yeah, Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, 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 so, so like that's what it helps with starting off with, with, with a day of atonement, which really would have fed in, in, into all their understanding of what a fast was. It w- would have been a, a one-day thing. Now, 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 now there are examples of longer fast. So, 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 so. At, so Esther, before she goes into the uh, king, calls for the people of Israel to have a three-day fast. Uh, when Saul died, uh, the people from his town called for a seven-day fast. Uh, and then there's examples of Elijah, Moses, and Jesus all going through a 40-day fast. But now those are exceptional circumstances there. And far from the norms. So, so I would say that most often when you see a fast in Scripture, I think, I think it would be fairly safe to assume it's a one-day fast. Uh, David was a uh, six-day fast. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, right. So Scripture doesn't really give a lot of, really, it doesn't give, I'm trying, trying to think of what kind of commands there are about how long, and there's very, very few. Okay, great. Well, 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 and let's see. I've got some uh, uh, notes there about the danger of uh, fasting. Uh, to, to, to summarize, uh, people will always do this. They take something you do for uh, an, an expression uh, or, or to grow, and they turn it into something to gain standing with God. And so as Israel uh, went through more turmoil, they started fasting more. And, 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 and during the exile, they added multiple days of fasting, so much so that when they returned, when returned from exile in, in, in Zechariah, they asked God, well, do we have to keep doing these fasts? And God says, well, I didn't ask those, those, those fasts from you in the first place. But God is, uh, in Isaiah 58, is concerned. Why are you fasting? And really, you should be doing what is right. You should be caring about, about the poor among you. You should be caring about the uh, hungry and how you're treating one another. And instead, you're busy fasting. So, so, so there's this danger of emph- emphasizing fasting and, 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 and forsaking other kinds of obedience. 
Uh, we, we, we also see in Matthew 6 uh, how, how Jesus talks about the fasting of that day uh, in Matthew 6, verses 16 to 18. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. It's pro- probably one of the most famous passages about fasting. Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. In full. So Jesus is concerned about those who are fasting in order to gain attention. And so when they go through a fast, they're doing their best to look really miserable while doing so. Oh, 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 just, just gaunt face and, I don't know, disheveled hair and maybe you put on some, some sackcloth or something. But, but you want people to know that you're fasting. And Jesus says, well, you get all the reward you're going to because your, your motives are wrong for, for, for doing that. Verse 17, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but, but, but by your Father who's in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will, will reward you. And, and, and again, um, and some have said that this uh, shows that, that, that Jesus assumes that, that his followers will fast. Uh, I think that Jesus is most concerned here with the heart and with the heart and motives of why you do what you do. So in that culture there where they were fasting and where some were fasting multiple times a day, Jesus was very concerned that they don't do what was supposed to be done for God in, 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 in order to gain people's approval. So it wasn't about getting approval from men, but from God. I don't know from that passage alone, did Jesus expect us to fast? Right? Uh, like, maybe he did? Uh, I don't know. But we're going to look more at that. Uh, so let's see here. Let's look next at, at, the, at, at reasons for fasting. So we started kind of talking about the Day of Atonement. And what connection was there between food, between afflicting themselves, between not eating... And the attitude behind the Day of Atonement, which was to be a day of cleansing, uh, a, 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 a day of the people being, being forgiven of their sins. And really, I think what fasting is at its heart is a display of earnestness. It's a display of earnestness. A, 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 a commentator on Daniel named uh, Miller, I forget his first name. Through fasting, a person demonstrated sincerity by denying one of humanity's strongest urges, that of satisfying hunger. So it is about demonstrating you are earnest. It's about expressing your commitment, your neediness, your desires. It's communicating to God that you want something more than food, that you want to be devoted to him and focused on him, that what matters most is your relationship with him, that that, that you are eager for God to hear you. Now, and again, we're not bartering with God. It's not saying, God, I'm going to fast so that I get this. I'm, I, I, I'm going to check my calendar with how many fast days I've done so that I can get what I'm praying for. But it is about our, the earnestness with which we come to God. And you can imagine that uh, there's, there's, there's a burden on your heart. 
and you think, well, well, should I fast? Or even ask yourself, why would I fast? And I think that's great because I've been asking myself that. Why would I fast? What would it communicate by my saying no to food? Or even no to food and water for a full day? Doesn't it communicate you're serious about this? Doesn't it communicate something about your focus? About being all in? See, in that earnestness, fasting is an expression of humility. And we saw that in many of of those verses. By fasting, uh, those who were fasting were humbling themselves. It really is a forsaking of other hopes, of forsaking of comfort, of looking to God alone. It's the opposite of being self-sufficient. It's, it's, it's being intentionally needy, of being very aware of your needs, but instead choosing to prioritize spiritual needs over physical needs. It's about us coming to God saying, saying, God, I need you. I need you more than food. I need forgiveness from you. I need help from you. I'm begging you to answer this prayer because I do believe it is for your glory, but it's also my heart's cry. Now, I still kind of wonder here, and, 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 and I hope you can see, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing some speculating because there's, there's a lot going on here. And not all of this is clear. Scripture doesn't say people stopped eating because of this, right? Uh, but we do see, though, that, that, that fasting, so a crushed person, you know, a, a devastated person, a person who's going through mourning may not eat, right? Even a non-spiritual person or, 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 or like not for spiritual reasons, every person's spiritual. Uh, a worried person, a desperate person may not eat. This, this is how our body responds to kind of emotional trauma, right? Now, that isn't the truth for every person. Some people eat more, right? You know, like, like, I am going through a really hard time, so I'm going to eat more. But some people just, just when they're so devastated, they, they, they just lose the appetite, and they don't even want to eat. This has always been, or, or at least since from the fall on. So I think that when people... Fast, what they're trying to do is physically man- manifest what the spiritual, what the spiritual, they're physically, it's a physical manifestation of a spiritual re- 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 reality, excuse me. When people go through that, those hard times, they have no physical appetite because of what their focus is. So I think that that's what is going on and why, why Scripture uses this picture of, of fasting or this exercise of fasting. It's the normal response to being devastated or out of control or in desperate need. So because this is the normal physical response to it, when we want to understand spiritually where we are and understand what our spiritual need is, then, then we go through that same in a sense, action, almost maybe hoping that the concern is going to follow. So, uh, yeah, and I'm hoping that that makes sense. You're, you're kind of aligning your body with, with, with the reality of your spiritual need. Yeah, Brian. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I I don't know because because like when when we go through a fast and 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 the predominant uh, theme in, or, or the uh, pattern of scripture is a shorter fast. We know that we can make it through that fast. You know, it, it's it, it is not what Jesus did going through through forty days. So what Jesus there was was uh, and and that quote is from do from Deuteronomy eight, where God explains why He was leading Israel through the wilderness and why He was testing them. So 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 that so they'd be more concerned about obeying God rather than about their physical needs. And so I think that, 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 that that's what Jesus is going through in his wilderness uh, tempting, really, is, is, is demonstrating his perfect uh, obedience and that he's going to live on what God says uh, more importantly than, than food. Uh, so, 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 so obedience for, for him was the main thing. I don't think that the fasting that the rest of Scripture talks about is that kind of fasting. I think that, that the rest of Scripture it is about our neediness. It is about our humbling ourselves. It is, it is about demonstrating our uh, earnestness. It's saying, it's, I'm going to put my focus on me and talking to God and begging God for forgiveness and bringing my request to God, my spiritual need, rather than uh, on, on my physical needs. So I think that, that that Jesus was going through through something uh, you, something unique there to to show his perfection. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 like that's where I think that what we look at the pattern of scripture uh that it should be that we should fast in response to our needs and and even our desires rather than just doing it for the sake of doing it. So 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 I know that there's some uh Ideas that it's a spiritual discipline to cultivate a hunger for 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 God, and 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 and, and that's a book by a Piper, uh, a, a hunger for God. And I've not read a, read through it all, but skimmed it. And the idea is is and 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 and, and, and it's a pretty common Piper idea. But to say no to things so that you see how much you want them, and then you realize, well, I should want God so much more. So that you say no to food and say, wow, I really like food a lot. And so you want God more than you want food. Now, there may be a good discipline there. Uh, 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 I don't know, really. Um, it's, it, it may be a good benefit from that, but I don't think that that's the purpose of fasting. Uh, the purpose of fasting is to humble our, our, ourselves, to be earnest, and really to kind of enrich a prolonged prayer time.
you know, really to strengthen our prayers, to, to have us go in with prayer, uh, to, 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 to prayer, and whether that's because we need God's help, because we need wisdom from God, because we need forgiveness from God, and not so much to, 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 to earn forgiveness, but because of the seriousness of our repentance. It's, it's the focusing of saying, Lord, I need you. Frida? Yeah, uh, uh, so, so the, 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 uh, the, the Day of Atonement was a Sabbath rest. Uh, so, so I think that that would make the most sense. And, and if you wanted to fast, I would encourage you, if possible, to get the day off of work, right? If, 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 if you're going to be devoting this time to, to, to say, I, like, 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 I've been spiritually cold. I've been apathetic about the cross. I used to love the Lord so much more than I do. And I'm aware now of, of just how, how, how pathetic I've been and how, and how weak my emotions have, have been. I think it'd be, be fantastic if, if, if you have the time to, 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 arrange, to arrange taking a day off or, or arrange that on a Saturday or a Sunday, but then devote yourself to, to praying as much as possible. And, and, and that may be, be difficult if you have young kids at, at home because, because maybe a, a, a husbands can help with that. But even as much as possible to just say, I'm going to, to, to put this, this energy and this focused time, this time of neediness and humbling myself into prayer. Instead of just kind of like, like a gnawing sense of, wow, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, 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 I should pray. So, Yeah. And, and, and that seems to, 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 to be the model in most of those passages. Either people were fasting because they were going through so much grief, or they were fasting because, because of, of a repentance, and then, of course, that would be, 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 be accompanied by a prayer. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm going to, to, to go ahead and talk a little bit more about the practice of, of, of fasting and, and, and then hopefully have time for a couple questions. Let's see here. Um, so so did, did a Jesus fast? A lot of people say he did uh, because Jesus obeyed the Old Testament law. And again, it's tricky because we never see him bringing a, a, a sacrifice. Uh, I, I, he, he very well could have fasted. On the day on the day of atonement, I, I guess I assume that that he would have because he would have obeyed the Old Testament laws. Uh, but but beyond that, there's no reference of Jesus fasting besides his, his his forty days of being tempted. There's no reference of his disciples fasting. There's a lot of problems in the New Testament regarding food and and and, and food sacrifice to idols and Jewish feast and uh, holidays. But it's really interesting in. The New Testament, uh, there's, in the New Testament epistles, there's, there's no commands to fast. So I just would kind of, uh, I guess, kind of question, should we have guilt over fasting? Now, Jesus does say when you fast, but then that's not exactly the same thing as a clear command to fast. He's writing to people, some of whom practice fasting multiple time, times a week. He's, he's, he's actually more concerned about how they fast. So, I would just kind of question, should we fast? And from my 
reading about fasting. What I think is we should fast when we desire to display not in a bartering way, not to try to get God's attention or not try to say, God, I'm going to fast for a whole day so that you do this. But just when we want our hearts to be broken before God, when we want to be particularly, I know I, know I need to be humble before God, when, when we want to be earnest for God, when we're pleading with God for something, and it might be for, for, for the advance of his kingdom or for someone's soul or for someone's spiritual health, I think there's all kinds of things that could prompt us to fast. But the biblical pattern that I see is that we fast when we have a need and we fast when we need to repent and we fast when we are just brokenhearted. So, so, so should you fast? I, I would let fasting, and it's just my advice, uh, based on, you know, there's no clear New Testament commands to fast, although Jesus does assume his disciples will fast. We know that they fasted during the, 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 time, the time after his death, but following that, there's, there's examples of fasting twice in, in, in Acts when they're looking for God's will. But, but I would say is what are your spiritual needs? If you know that you've been hard-hearted and not repentant, then I would say a fast could be an awesome idea. Take a day off, don't eat anything, and say, God, I am devoting this day to be humble before you. I want to be totally in to getting my heart right with you. I used to feel so much joy about the gospel. I want to feel that joy again. Then fast. Go for it. Uh, uh, Yeah, and, and, and so... Anyways, I'm kind of just flying through, through notes here. Uh, it, it, uh, again, it is, it's not bartering with God. We're not trying to trade with God. It's not works uh, as, as far as length. We, 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 we mentioned that some. It, seem, it seems like the most common length in Scripture is a day. Some, 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 some fasts were food, some fasts were, were food and water, some fast broke at the, well, I think that they all broke at the beginning of the next day, which was the, the evening uh, for, 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 for them because their day started, you know, kind of, kind of went from, 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 from 6 p.m. To, to, to 6 p.m., um, but all those things are kind of not really the main point. The main, the, 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 the main point is to say, God, I'm going to go without because I want, I want my prayers to be real. Like, I want my heart to be engaged in this. I want my body to be engaged in this. I want to go without to some extent so, so that you know that I'm here. And, and isn't it weird if you think, like, why don't I want to fast? Yeah, yeah, it could be because people could think you were weird uh, uh, or, or, or because you know you, you, you'd be hungry or, or maybe some, 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 some people like, like medically shouldn't. But, but, but there's a certain, like, well, do I really need to, right? Like, well, well like, do I have to? So, so if, if when you feel like, not just like, I should pray. Oh, yeah, well, well I, I should pray about that. But when you're compelled, and say, I have to pray. Like, 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 like my heart is broken, or it should be broken. It's not broken. I just heard this, this message about gratitude. I'm not grateful about anything. 
God, I want to get back to the point again where, where I appreciate grace. Then spend a long time with God, praying, completely focused, and begging him. Uh, let's see. And, 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 and this should go without saying. Uh, of course, by doing this, you're, you're, you're going to be giving up other things too, right? Like, 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 like the idea of a fast is not to, get, to get, give up food and be checking the sports scores on your phone, right? Like, this is obviously a bundle deal, right? You are giving up really any pleasure. Now, that doesn't mean we have to put on, on sackcloth and the most miserable clothes that we can, but this is not a Instagram moment, you know, with, with, with your Bible there, your coffee, just perfect, the sun coming in through the window in, in your comfy chair. Maybe you'll doze off, right? And some of us love having our quiet time. Just so nice. This is not about the perfect quiet time spot, right? This is not about getting everything in a row before you can have, you know, your quiet time. It's not about our comfort here. So, so, so in that brings up this idea of, of giving up something for Lent. Personally, I think it's a strange thing to, to do being a Christian. Uh, I, know it's, I, I know it's growing, but I've just got to say, it's so far from a biblical idea of fast. Get, give up something. Like, that's fine. You know, get, give up chocolate or movies. And we, should, we could probably make a habit of doing that often. Right, I, I I love the internet too much, so I'm going to give it up for a week or a month. Fine, but that's not the idea behind a fast. You know, a fast is 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 you know that you need God to work. You need God's intervention. You need God to 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 affect your heart, to grant repentance, to intervene, to answer prayer, and. Uh, and so that's a little bit of what I've learned. And you could probably tell I'm still learning. Uh, and we're out of time for questions, but we asked some during. So, 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 so please come and talk, and we'll keep working through this uh, uh, as, as long as you want to.